Beyond. 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 Welcome. Stop. Nope. That's enough. That's enough, Brian. Stop it. That's enough. Once. Welcome everybody Beyond. to Beyond episode <laughs> 508. I'm Max Oval, and I'm joined by the the ever a handful Brian Altano. Beyond from Fulbright Entertainment. Steve Gaynor. Beyond. And Alana Pierce. Now, full disclosure, Alana and Brian are uh, jet-lagged because they were at Gamescom all week. Yeah. Uh, I'm crabby because it's Monday, and Steve is from Portland. So let's see how this goes. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'm supposed to be very pleasant and yeah, friendly. Yeah, that's good. So, I mean, no, I'll, good. I'll, I'll, I'll carry it for everybody else. No, Don't worry. thank you. You guys, yeah. just, you guys just shipped Tacoma. That's right. Which is a, a very cool game. You guys also, full, for full disclosure, you guys made Gone Home, which that's is right. a game that everyone should go play. You uh, guys like all of Portland? The, 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 <laughs> town, the town of Portland. Yeah. It, no, but uh, as, as a as a community, mm-hmm. we've shipped two video <laughs> games. So I got to ask: This is a PlayStation podcast. Tacoma is currently a console exclusive for the other one, the, we, the, the X-shaped one. Ron, what's Ron your Ron beef? What's, what's what's the problem? Windows, Mac, Linux, and Xbox. There you go. I got no beef. I love all video games. Yeah, we'll, you we'll, don't like PlayStation. Beyond. <laughs> <laughs> will Will the PlayStation Nation ever get their paws on this space game? Oh, the we, camera we didn't put you in time. time. <laughs> oh, that was great. He did a very yeah. dramatic. <laughs> okay, so let me ask you. Let me ask you a question. Uh, th- yes, this I is have like, a question. This is every dude that <laughs> every single person that works on video oh, games. Kind of has quite a question. No, they, this is like you don't go to school for this. Like one day you just learn to just be cagey. You just become professionally cagey. Like I interviewed like thirty different people at Gamescom. Every single one of them is an absolute master yeah. at being like. Well, we don't have anything to announce just now, but uh, stay tuned. We've got plenty of exciting things right on, right around the yeah. corner. I mean, we, we really appreciate your interest and enthusiasm. Yeah. We don't have anything to announce at this time. See? But Very good. He's got Very it totally good. down. You're amazing <laughs> at that. How do you <laughs> learn to do that? <laughs> um, you just, I mean, it's, it's, a, it's a continuous just stack of you see somebody else do it. And you're like, oh, yeah. so you just mm-hmm. say thank you. I appreciate your question. And so we have nothing to announce at this time. We've but. gotten the great feedback from the community. And we're, we're aware that's a concern. But uh, nothing to announce at this time. See, so that guy can do it. It's yeah. like learning from bad examples, basically. Like you see somebody screw up and you're like, oh, I don't want to do that. Uh, bad and good. All, mm-hmm. really. All examples. <laughs> I'm a fan of all examples. What what percentage of like the sort of PR side of things is is keeping a secret and and making sure you or someone else doesn't screw up and leak it out? I mean, it's it's mostly just um, becoming okay with yourself being that person. <laughs> it's more of an internal struggle. I feel like you're you're doing it to me right now. <laughs> you're doing like secret KGPR speak right now. Yeah. It's just like it's, it's a, all it's the a, examples. Right. Uh, you know, we take our inspiration from all different kinds of sources. Right. Everyone, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I think uh-huh. it's like a, really it's a we have nothing new announced. Thank you. It's a more verbose <laughs> version of when kids are like, "Can we go to the zoo?" And it's either like, "Ask your mom," or "We'll see." You know, and it's yeah. like, yeah. Uh, we'll, "We'll come back to that later, real quick," and just hope they forget. You know, I mean, I might just I'll just start using that one. Uh, ask your mother. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> very good. <laughs> that's a that's a cryptic one. That's a really um, short interview. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to IGN Live. I'm Brian Altano. With me is Steve Gaynor. Anyway, Steve, what's up with your new game on PlayStation? Ask your mother. Okay, thanks a lot for watching. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs> Uh, exclusive Steve Gainer announced his new game called Ask Your Mom. <laughs> See me. But uh, speaking of Gone Home that mm. we mentioned several minutes ago after all of this happened, uh, I've been basically like trophy hunting in that game lately. Mm. And I think there's, there's one for finishing the entire game in like 14 minutes. There was one for under a minute and right. I got that. It took a very long time. I was like, oh, this will take statistically five minutes. <laughs> took a very, very long time. Cause you had to use you all to, of your gamer you skills. To get, the, mm-hmm. get the duck and I kept like accidentally picking and throwing the duck up like <laughs> yeah. multiple times and just get the duck once and then throw it on the wall and then you have to, the, the door next to the 
st- it was tough, man. You, 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 a, did, you did not know that Gone Home was an eSport. That's a really yeah, weird true. game to want to like to want a trophy hunt in, I feel it's like. It's because the trophies are really interesting. All right. So it's like the things that are like, hmm. There we go. I want to try that. Like, I want to give that a go. So it's like th- that specifically. And then there's, yeah, the, there's one for you have to get every single collectible in the game in a certain amount of time. It's yeah. like that ch- kind of stuff is like a challenge that is so different to the actual story of the game, which is why it's like, this is cool. That's so, my favorite achievement in the game is that you have to get all of the audio diaries in less than 10 minutes, which means yeah. you have to do a bunch of weird sequence breaking of like going through secret doors backwards and stuff Insane. before you would know about them in the game. Yeah. So okay. l- let me ask you, like, is that at what point, and you can be completely honest about this or, or lie, um, at what point does all... I always have both of those options. <laughs> sure, yeah, you do. Uh, like, at how... How like far into the development process do this is the conversation about trophies specifically for something that like gone home happen? Like, are they an afterthought? Like, the game is finished and you're like, how do we sort of make microcosmic moments of this more interesting? Or was it yeah. like as you're as you're going? Because I know Steam has achievements. And I guess stuff yeah. I guess I would say one thing. Um, point of order. I know this is a PlayStation uh, podcast, but. I will exclusively refer to them as Chivos. Thank you. Part two yeah. being, uh, in, in our case, it was long after the game shipped because we didn't do Steam achievements. Right. So when we were bringing it out on console, we were like, what do we, What do, you know, there's the obvious stuff like find all the audio diaries, but then how do we do the interesting well, for the one that's expect. 10 minutes, how did you figure out that that was even possible? Uh, well, that's a fun thing is even though we didn't have Steam achievements, people were speedrunning the game on right. PC, just like doing, like there is... There, there are entries on speedrun.net for Gone Home for both any so, percent. It's so weird yeah. for me, too. It's like seeing how fast you could eat a book. <laughs> not really the point of the book. You're kind of, I don't know why you do that. I know I misheard you, but to me, it sounded like you said seeing how fast you can eat a book. I which sounds, said. oh, okay, yeah. good. Yeah. Like, you're not supposed to eat books. Yeah, no, that's what You happened. can say, like, I finished right. this book okay. in 20 minutes. You're like, wow, that's very fast reading. You're like, no, I didn't read it. I ate it. <laughs> I ate the whole book. Not reading, eating. Because, yeah. like, uh, Next so, book. like, Undertale just came out on PS4 and Vita, mm-hmm. and the achievements in that or the trophies in that game I'm going to call them that because I, I understand the Chivos uh, the, trophers. The, 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 the Chivadelios the ch- Chivadelios yeah. uh, we're all just like <laughs> thanks for saying they're like word. get an item get two items get three items anyway that's all the trophies thanks for playing and I think that that's there's something amazing about that uh, because they're just completely kind of incredulous right. but now no one else can do that like he did that first and now if anyone else does that they're either ripping him off or they're just going to come off as lazy but right. he got to be the first guy that's just like I want to make lazy lo- laziness look cool and then I'm going to get out of there <laughs> but you guys also, have to find that balance of like you y- can sell a game based on the achievements or trophies in it and how easy they are to get yeah I think that Xbox is a little more driven on this whether there's like people who have the most gamer score and there was a story kind of recently about the guy who was in the lead went on a honeymoon for like two weeks mm-hmm. and the guy who was behind him overtook him or something <laughs> and it was like this very dramatic thing because he'd been in the lead for a really long time and and these people play games like like cheerleading games pony games there was that mayonnaise one what? There, I'm sorry, what? No, sorry, was, I pointed thank at you, you and I was like there was that mayonnaise one oh, like trying a to weird say I'm detective. white? <laughs> <laughs> I don't think you were there when we played the mayonnaise game. <laughs> Was it I, called am, I am Mayo. There's a lot like, of different. I am Mayo. I, and it was just yeah. trouble going on. Like every <laughs> sentence is a new kind it's of. It's bad. Yeah, you're right. It's bad. We're in a rat's nest. I don't think here. you were there when he was playing the Mayo game. No, that's disgusting. Uh, no, so that was like the mayonnaise game on on PS4. It doesn't get better the more times I say it. And you could buy it for like a dollar, and you can get like a like a platinum trophy. So yeah. it was just an incredibly easy trophy because all you had to do is keep smacking on that mayonnaise. Uh huh. Yeah. Jesus. Really. Uh, it's not as sexual. It's a little more sexual than you think. Oh. It's really sexual. It's more sexual than I think. Yes. I would say it's far less sexual than you'd think, but there is a layer of sexuality to the mayonnaise game. Yeah. (laughs) 
Anyway, I Am Mayo is available on PSN if you want to check it out. For Months ago. Easy Platinum. <laughs> Almost um, a year now. So you guys just got back from Gamescom. Yeah. Uh, in the land of Germany town, as you've been Germany referring town. to German it. Town. Yeah. For, uh, German Town. What, uh, any, any fun stories? What did you guys get to, get to play? Drank um, a lot of beer. You drank a lot of beer. Yeah. Yeah. They actually really love mayonnaise there. They do. All right. Yeah. So that on, was a great, their, great start to crisp, that question. On their chips. Yeah, they're crisp. They do. <laughs> So anyway, oh, no, G- pom- Gamescom pom- is a, a show in, oh. in Germany where they have video games. Did you yeah. play any of them or uh, what? Yes. yes. Yeah. So, so uh, I saw Faye behind closed doors. Uh, did you see that, Brian? No. No, no, no. That I think only Andrew and I saw, and I absolutely loved it. So if you saw the trailer for that game, it looks like Ori in the Blind Forest. It's like very whimsical and colorful, and the concept is basically the devs who made that game when they would like hang out as kids they would just go into a forest without anyone being there and just kind of like play as kids in a forest which is i'm sure foreign to all of us it's like mm-hmm. something that you i i didn't do that i went to I beaches thought, that was my that was my childhood too well there you go i like that, you like and these european men so it's basically like the story of this little fox who <laughs> learns a series of different languages in this forest which basically act like items in zelda you learn a new language, and then that is what unlocks another area. Hmm. Uh, there isn't any combat, but it's like really, really puzzle heavy. And all the languages are animal based, right? They are. So a, a certain animal will teach you a language when you get to a certain point, and then you can interact with the other animals of that language. And there's kind of an upgrade system where maybe at the start you can talk to a small bird, and then you can talk to a bigger bird. Like it kind of like progresses. Mm. Uh, and then <laughs> an even bigger bird. Yes. <laughs> yeah, the, a giant bird. Uh, and Don't big bird himself. Don't talk to me or my bird ever again. So, uh, yeah, the the languages are the things that progress the story, and it's it's just really pretty. Like, so does it uh, does it like allow you to do like dialogue trees with the different animals because you can talk their language or regular trees? You aren't actually speaking with them at all. It's just a song. Okay. Um, and sometimes the song is kind of unpleasant, which could get annoying. Like some (laughs) of the sounds are kind of bad, but no, you can't actually talk to them. It's sort of like a poetic interaction yeah, you're, learning, you're learning their animal language yeah. but it's not okay yeah yeah we were trying to decide on whether or not we could like call it a metroidvania because it is a 3d space and that's usually something that's like historically tied to 2d side-scrolling games but um I it's, it's it kind of zelda-esque is. i think is the it best is it, right? yeah uh in a way that i really wasn't expecting because from what we first saw i was expecting it to be Ori in the blind forest and it's totally not um and yeah, it's not like fully open world, which is also what I thought at the start. Um, it doesn't have combat, but it does have these bad guys that are basically, I think they're called the silent ones. And they're basically like putting all of the animals in chains and you go through the story trying to find out why they're doing that and how to save the animals from those people or beings or whatever. And uh, it seems like a lot of stealth sequences, but I mm. think that those are supposed to be puzzles in themselves. I don't think they'll get repetitive mm. and it looks like uh, there are creative ways to like lure them out from wherever they are. Like maybe you like find uh, something that's edible and like try and lure them out or like trick them into attacking each other, which yep. is possible as well. So like a lot of different examples of that. Um, but yeah, I got like shadows of the Colossus vibes in kind of some of the grand scales of the game. And then obviously Ari in the art style and, and Zelda. So I'm like, super sold on this you and i both played star wars battlefront yes did you realize you were playing on a ps4 pro no yeah so that's like that last game which i adored um never really got a pro upgrade because it kind of was released i guess like it was released way too way too far in advance i think it got like a nice like ultra pc settings but nothing nothing yeah that was about it and by the time the game of the year version season pass stuff was done the pro was out Hmm. but they never patched it or you know they never sort of retroactively went back to look at it Hmm. but um yeah that game is stunning it is like it's seriously incredibly good looking yeah uh and also very hard 
it is hard. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, I really, really liked uh, Star Fighter Assault. I liked yeah. it a lot. And Slave 1 was my favorite thing because mm-hmm. when you use the sonic boom, all of the other sounds get muted. Oh, and they added that? It's yeah. so Ooh. good. It, it mutes everything in the entire game, which is kind of amazing. And the cool, stu- uh, cool thing is like, so last time around, like you start out a match in that game and everyone would rush to get these like hero mm-hmm. tokens that were basically like, here's how you get Slave 1, here's how you get the Millennium Falcon. And no one cared about anything else but those things. Yeah. Because if you got them, you were like OP for the rest of the match. And in this one, um, you have to build up points to get those ships. It's like a currency. Yeah. And you can get points doing objective stuff you can get it shooting down tie fighters so say like you're not good at shooting moving targets but you really hate those shields on like the big star destroyer you can just kind of jam on those shields for a while until you get ten thousand points and then trade it in for a slave one or for yeah a so Falcon. the demo that we played uh each like hero vehicle was a thousand yeah battle points i think so yeah mm-hmm. yeah uh but they will vary when the game actually comes out but I, I way prefer that system yeah i think that's much better and they had darth maul's what's it called the uh, scimitar the scimitar it's like uh, so it can go basically invisible. infiltrator yeah so it's like a stealth ship <laughs> so it, it kind of goes invisible and does all this cool stuff like that um yeah all the different ships control really well i found out that uh i think the the uh tie bomber was like kind of op yeah like that's the one that I ended up using the most because I just destroyed people with it. But I was also just very bad at evading anyone who managed to lock onto me. I just could not. Yeah, I did an interview with them uh, on our Gamescom live show, and like it's getting into like the nitty gritty of how they're working on that. I kind of asked them like in the last game, you guys scanned high res models from like Lucas, like that were just like you got an ATSD and you're like this is what it looks like. And for the prequel stuff, like they didn't mm. make physical props for a lot of things so they said that they actually got like the 3d models that were used in the film and kind Mm. of built up from there so in many ways like they could make stuff that looks better than the movies do they'd have to right that is a weird thought like the prequel assets kind of suck yeah (laughs) they just have to make (laughs) them better they're still being like it it totally worked too having like the old and new vehicles in in Uh, one match was like totally fine like totally didn't feel weird at all um, so you can fly like the little ship that the little kid flew in the first in like Phantom Menace or whatever. Maybe <laughs> the little kid, <laughs> <laughs> that young boy. Yeah, there's the, the some sort of yellow banana ship that a sweet little yeah. boy yeah. flew around, the and he, accident, he accidentally blew up a Death Star. Or I don't know how to happened. tell you this. That little yeah, boy, he grew up to be astronaut Hitler. Oh, yeah, that's true. Really did. They made yeah. a series of films about it. Oh, very good. Yeah. I really like that movie, Star Wars: The Little Boy. <laughs> 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 the little boy who could. Uh, but no, that, that seems crazy, though, to have, like, the classic aesthetic and the prequel aesthetic ships it's, actually... Works really well. Yeah. yeah. It's it's definitely it's definitely just like having a big box of toys and just dumping it out and being like, Bottom well, this boxes. all goes together. Did I ever tell you guys that story? When we were uh, at Celebration, the year that Battlefront 1 was coming out, uh, they just in every interview or like every presentation would say battle fantasies. So now every time that I like, because that's the accent, and they're saying battle fantasies, and that's like their PR term that they right. keep using, right? So like, like every time they're fantasies. like, we just wanted to really like encapsulate the battle fantasies that we had as children. So now every time that I think of that game, it's battle fantasies. It really sounds like you're saying battle fantasies, which sounds like a Bjork album. (laughs) (laughs) That works too. I am Bjork in Uh, these battle fantasies. (laughs) (laughs) I absolutely loved it. I think like. Of all the games that I played, that might have been my favorite. So that's how you like during my session. I just got wrecked. I was in like last. I got place pretty wrecked time. at the start. Were you just getting disoriented? No, I found flipped. out. Well, I was because I found out. Well, first of all, if you hit the left stick, you roll now, yeah. which um, means that you'll be just like 
just cycloning through space a lot faster. Mm-hmm. So when you're starting out, uh, don't do that. Well, because it was it's <laughs> unless you know what you're doing. Was tips. it Dice that was working on vehicles this? this yeah, one? yeah. Which like they're so good at at speed. That's no, Criterion mm-hmm. who's doing the vehicle stuff. Yeah, yeah. It is. Yeah, sorry. So, yeah. Yeah. Well, they know their vehicle yeah. stuff, and it was like yes. that was a weird thing I was asking them. I was like, "You guys make really realistic vehicle physics, yeah. and now you're making like fake alien ships." Yeah, but I, like, they, yeah, they feel fast. This really is what do. we thought it would feel like, you know. Yeah. But I found out I was in a match against like 20 pro players. Oh, I was uh, like, "Oh, cool, thanks, bros. Right. <laughs> look me, yeah. look me up with those dudes. That's cool. I. I did pretty good when I played, and I didn't find it that hard. But like, yeah, definitely at first That's I was because you're a pro gamer. Mm-hmm. It's true. Thank you. Uh, but at first I was definitely flipping a lot. But you know, having that arrows pointing where everything you need to go to is like made it really easy yeah. to do. I mean just at a glance like this. I also this committed game has suicide quite a bit. So oh, many so much more going on. Space like, so much so much more like detail and, and just like the fact that there are are objectives to go after. Yeah. I mean the objectives are very basic, but it's yeah. still something driving you, yeah. Max, the thing you'll like the most is that when you blow up, which will happen all the time, uh you're pretty much back in the map in like fifteen seconds. Oh, it's good, way good. faster. And not forty five like last time. Yep. The last was, time was, was just sort of like that always just feels like a commute. Check you know, you're, like, yep. and then, yeah. you're like, all right, well, I'm going to be just flying for a moment here. Yeah, they're um, still being like weirdly cagey about how much content is going to be there at launch, which... You know. Thank you for your question about how much content is going to be there at launch. We don't have anything to announce <laughs> right now. But really we'll, have more to, we'll, we'll have more to We're glad uh, you're excited share uh, as we get closer to time. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm, I'm really fixated on this prequel thing. Do they have Jar Jar? No, because um, <laughs> it's this. the thing that's that everyone wants. There's, so I think he's going to be there somewhere in some way. They'll they'll sneak him. He'll be in. He'll be running in through the back of like some corridor somewhere. They did a lot of stuff like that in the last game where you'd be like, you don't have Gamorrean guards, but like in a jail cell in Jabba's palace, or like two of them are sleeping on the floor. You know, like there's a tauntaun <laughs> skeleton stuck right, in sorry. a wall. Somewhere. I just like just like what the fans want. <laughs> <laughs> like everything that they couldn't get into the game, they're like put another jail cell, just make him sleep in. Yeah, just they're sleeping in the back. Well, Jar-Jar that's Jar-Jar what you asked for. Yeah. I mean, that's if they're sleeping much, in a jail cell. We don't have to animate them. With Star Wars fans, that's kind of what we want. I mean, what I don't want is like that shot <laughs> Wait, in Rogue what? One. Well, look at like Rogue One. They were like, "Hey, remember the blue milk? There it is." <laughs> <laughs> You're like, "Yeah, you know the blue milk." There, if they had just put the blue milk in a jail cell, back Rogue One. I think they might. Done. I think they might do Gungans. I think they might have like a whole like Battle of Naboo, like the full field and the the boomers and the you know. I those. want their I want their ragdoll physics to be completely broken. Like you shoot one, it's just like. Aah! I want their like <laughs> weird their bunny ears to be just flying around everywhere, like Roger Rabbit. Yeah. yeah. Way too way too physical. Very nasty. I like that. <laughs> um, All right. So speaking of disturbingly mutated things, uh, there was that game Biomutant, which mm-hmm. is uh, – can we please talk about that because you guys actually got to see it in action? Yeah. Biomutant was on our live show. They had announced the game basically at the start of Gamescom. Mm-hmm. So we went from not knowing anything about this game to it being – our, I think, most popular game out of games. One of them, right? yeah, in terms of views on uh, the stuff we uploaded to YouTube, like it, it performed yeah. super well. Yeah, it did, it did I crazy. Didn't, well. I, I didn't see anything about this. What is the basic? It's just Cause Aliens. That's it. Yeah, so cool. it's like former Just Cause Six. devs split off from the studio to make their own thing, and they started this new sort of 3D open world ish action platforming game where you can make vehicles and stuff like that, starring mutated animals that have to oh, like, okay. battle yeah. bad guys. Oh, like, uh, like, like bio-mutant. It's it, got kind yes. of like a, okay. like a cyberpunk uh, Mrs. Frisbee <laughs> and the Rats of Nims kind of vibe to it. The animals look cool. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, you get to be like a, a neon pink raccoon who goes around and, and like gets like hot air balloons and, and mech suits to 
Okay, a lot is happening. Yeah, right. yeah. yeah. it's a lot. Yeah. Neon pink raccoon that gets hot air balloons. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Where do you pre-order? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it looks. Uh, here's here's some here's some footage of it right here. You get you put your hand in nasty oh. water and it turns all uh, Gila monstery. Yeah. Um, so they wouldn't let me know if like humans were ever really part of this world, but it seems like they weren't. Like we don't have anything to announce about humans at this time. Yeah, we can't talk about humans <laughs> at this time. But there is so, a car door in the game. Who cares? You're like a one-eyed cat. It's great. I want to know yeah. about the lore. I want to know about the world. So basically, yeah, you you encounter different groups of aliens that uh, are basically like these tribal gangs, and they all have different. Uh, I like this weird funny quirks. little raccoon boy. He's like, yeah, he's like main character is awesome. He's just like really fun to watch. I'm a big fan of his Buster Sword. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Are you playing? Do, do you play as many different animal types, or are you that little raccoon? I think boy? you just play no, as that one. You can be fat though. Oh, really? like, there's a whole like sort of slider where they, we we have a video up of just like showing like full character yeah. customs, and you can like change the color of the fur and the type of stripes, and it's it looks it looks pretty robust, and you can you know I don't know pick what your like I don't interests are. There's like a part at the beginning where they take you, pick you what like, your interests. Well, there's like mm-hmm. a, it takes food. you it takes you like a literal just really like, into genealogy. Yeah. <laughs> like a hobbies include I don't know like you write your, trick out your resume, update your yep. LinkedIn page or whatever. <laughs> You get to like this literal crossroads and it's like, are you like an anti-hero or are you kind of more of like a goody-goody or whatever? Yeah. And you you choose sort of – it's interesting because it's like the direction you choose to go is like your character's choice in that sense, yeah. which is – it seems really interesting though. Um, Looks awesome. Very excited about that. Uh, did, did they show more gameplay stuff? or Because the, the thing we were just looking at was like a pre-run. Yeah, yeah. There's a, yeah we did like a – play it? Th- we put up like a 13-minute cool. Yeah, there wasn't a ton. It will be playable at PAX also. So That's we, oh, like, really? hugely yeah. reassuring too that they're like, hey, here's a playable thing. The CG trailer is just to get you excited, but yeah. it actually does kind of look like that. It's, yeah, I totally agree. I think like the sort of the, – the three days of being like, we don't know what this is. We have an idea what this is. This is what it actually looks like in motion. It, yeah. it just re- really reassured me that this was a real video game. <laughs> <laughs> um, which you know you don't really yeah. get a lot of. It's like the Beyond Good and Evil Two problem, right? Is like they had that trailer drop. It was the coolest thing ever. I literally cried, and then they showed it behind closed doors to like ten journalists, mm-hmm. and Marty and I were two of them. So it's like they didn't really prove to anyone that that's a game. So everyone's just like, this is going to come out in eight years time, mm-hmm. right? Like it functions. Yeah, it's, it's functional. It was like an idea. Yeah, I think that's that's really the thing that um, these guys have to do with Biomutant is release it within. I don't know year and a half yeah <laughs> get it out there ship because yep. people are so excited for it now yeah. yeah yeah strike while the iron is hot and the animals are pink yeah i think people uh. were just really excited it's a new thing yeah it yeah. isn't like a sequel or remake or prequel yeah, yeah. or uh, sequel prequels speaking of remakes uh one the big pre-sequel. huge announcement <laughs> is a uh, secret of mana is coming to ps4 and vita on february 15th yeah. um this is this is cool secret of mana is a great game that's like one of those kind of classic like square squaresoft RPGs from back in the day. It was on Super Nintendo. According to this piece of paper, also coming out on Steam, it looks like. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, I, look at that. I know this is a PlayStation podcast. But I just, I just, uh, as a PC gamer, I just right over that, yeah. Please leave. I just <laughs> steamrolled right over that. I'll show myself out. <laughs> um, Secret of Mana, that was the Super Nintendo yeah, yeah. title? Okay, I thought so. Yeah. Seeking so Top down, or, sort of like hack and slash, uh, you know, multiple, it, optionally multiple. Yeah, it's, it's the, it was a, yeah, a Super Nintendo co op Enix, I guess, yeah. before they were Square Enix, yeah. uh, yeah. RP, which is like that's a that was a crazy sentence to exist in yeah. like 1995 yeah, or no, whatever. Totally. Um, but yeah, that's yeah, awesome. we didn't get a lot of games like this. Um, so this cute. game's adorable looking. Yeah, like, it looks really good. I I really liked this game back in the day. Look at that. I don't man. know. I don't yeah. know 100 percent about that Griffin's face, but aside from that, I'm you don't like his, well, that's his how people haircut? feel about you, maybe Steve. <laughs> okay. Wow. All right. Wow. He's our guest. 
You can't just say that. Well, I just got summarily roasted. <laughs> Sorry. Beyond. On. Yeah, beyond the pale. Man, that's, yeah. that's rough. Um, I'm like, so, 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 so it's like the, a 3D remake. It's yeah, like a full like, did, um, like reconstruction. Oh, is it? Okay. They put out I mean, like, like, well, um, unless it was just that trailer, but the original game was 2D. Yeah. They put out uh, uh, Legend of Mana a couple years ago, which is also on Vita, and it was like using the same kind of sort of battle system and everything, okay. and it was... Uh, I think it's going to be still sort of same camera angle, but it's going to right. be polygons running. Right, right. Supposed to was the Legend of Mana one? That was the original one for that was a PS1 game, right? I believe so. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. yeah. Okay, yeah. yeah. Okay, um, cool. Yeah, like I was always, uh, I never liked Secret of Mana as much as the weird American sort of like bastard spinoff Secret of Evermore because like Secret of Mana is like super colorful, very like very neon and, and that's fine and everything. But I feel like looking at this at this trailer, it's very like very cutesy, looks kind of like like Nintendo DS-y. And uh, I feel like that's probably what they were actually going for with the yeah. original sprite art. But I have like yep. this different kind of conception of what it looks yeah. like in my head. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's cool to see a like sort of beloved RPG being remade in just a few months and not I don't know ten years. Yeah, or whatever yeah. Seven. <laughs> yeah. What happened take. to that game? Uh, I mean, they probably overscoped. I don't know, Steve. You make video games. What happened to that game? <laughs> How do you make Final Fantasy VII episodic? Yeah, solve that. That does seem and go. <laughs> that does seem hard. I don't know. I mean, that game was kind of in chapters, but a lot yeah. less than. I mean, once you get out into the open world, exactly. It's open. That's the part right. that I just don't know how they'll do it. Yeah, they, you know, the game they could have made episodic would be like uh, Chrono Trigger would be a lot more episodic a bowl because you mm-hmm. kind of are unlocking time periods. Yeah, I'm just I'm going to start but. weaving more and more just general dev questions into the uh, run of show here. I would when, love for you to do that. Uh, what What's it like to delay a game? Like, what is that attitude like in the in the room? Like, how, oh. how do you get to that decision where everyone yeah. is like, we we got to we got to say we're not ready? Yeah, I mean, I think that um, there's 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 different versions of it, right? Like, so for Tacoma, we had announced the game and shown it, and then we realized we needed to kind of like take a shift in direction to get it to where we wanted it to be. That's one kind of delay where you're kind of like, okay, we don't think it's quite all the way there for like to make this like the thing we want to ship, we need to like mm. take some more time. And the other one is just like, you've been just like crunching and grinding for months and months and you're still not done and you got to delay it. And the first one is easier. I think to be like, yeah, we're doing the right thing. This is going to be good for the project. And the second one, you're kind of like, Oh my God. <laughs> yeah. uh, but I mean, either of them can be necessary to actually like get something out there. You know, it's is just it, like ideal it- world. You say this is going to take, Two years, and then it does. Does it give you that level of relief, like when, um, like when you cancel plans with somebody? (laughs) (laughs) We're like, oh, we were supposed to go do this thing tonight. I'm excited for it, but I also like really just not would like to not to. I mean, I don't know if I've ever heard of the version of a game getting delayed where you're sort of like. I don't feel like releasing it yet. Let's just take longer. Yeah. <laughs> like that, that does sound going to be nice. If you're just sort of like, why don't we just take an extra six months? We can relax a little bit. Yeah. I would, I would do that if that I, that doesn't exist. Right. But I, mean, I think from the outside looking well, in, probably like, somebody has like, if, sure. If sure. you're, if you're like small enough and you have enough money and you don't have like shareholders that are mm-hmm. like, you got to hit Q3 or something, then right. you probably could just be like, guys, you get this out in six months. We're really going to have to be busting our asses. None of us want to crunch. We, let's take a little extra time, but like that is uh, some of that and, uh, and most like golden. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I was going to yeah. say because most studios don't really have the advantage going in from the jump to sort of just be like, "We're making a video game. We'll let you know when it's done." You have right. to kind of have to be like quarter two. Yeah, well, I mean, because it's hard to get something finished when you don't have a finish line. Because you could keep working on something for 
ever. Right. Yeah, I've heard that a game is never finished, only ever shipped. The idea being that, like, no one is ever actually, like, okay, it's done. We don't have anything else to add. It's just like, (laughs) all right, we we decided that we had to finish and ship everything. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. Now, like, is there sort of an initial relief after delaying something and then sort of that horrible morning after we were like, oh, there's still all the work. It's not like we're... I mean, for like, for what we did, it was like, okay... We have to delay it because we have a bunch of stuff to figure out. So it was just like, it was just different work. It was like, you have to go back and you're going to be like trying to do a bunch of like design work and iteration and discussion and like find the specifics of what you're trying to do. So really there, I don't really feel like, at least from my experience, it's not like a relief thing. It's just sort of like an, all right, we're not doing the finish the game work right now. We're doing this other possibly harder work of like, it's figuring a stuff out work instead of getting stuff done work. And then the getting stuff done work. Oof happens after that (laughs) so it's just more work but you know like the thing is the figuring out can be really hard and you're just like what game are we making we don't know what game we're making but then when you do have those breakthroughs and you're like okay now we know what it is and we can make it and yes we're making it like that is that is the point that you want to get to where it's satisfying you're like okay we took the time now we know the Mm -hmm. real answers to this stuff and now we have to execute instead of like not really being solid on the thing that you're putting on screen is there like a weird dance of like not over promising to begin with because i know like we talked about no man's sky all all, you know for like a year Mm -hmm. and i think a big part of that was them sort of being like you're gonna be able to do this and this and this and then them being like we're not talking to anyone ever again we're scared (laughs) like which i kind of understand yeah it was just like a weird that whole situation was yeah. just like all these people expectations really high and they didn't accept they had really a, an award at, at gdc and didn't accept it and everyone was like they didn't come to gdc and they were just like oh no we were just eating dinner yeah, yeah. we didn't know uh, we didn't realize that we were gonna win an award <laughs> i was like they still haven't showed up so was that like a, i mean because i know like even you know we're huge star wars fans here we just talked about star wars for 15 minutes like rogue one like yeah. had seven trailers in a row that w- weren't in the movie right and ultimately like they, that movie got a free pass this I'd is a say. rebellion isn't it yeah i rebel exactly the scene with the tie fighter comes <laughs> up but no one ever goes like no one ever boycotts rogue one no one went to the amc theaters and they're like give me my money back that didn't give me what i promised with movies it's just like it's fine you see a movie trailer that has a bunch of stuff in it that isn't in the final version of the film that's an interesting point yeah and we just were like so quick to just go like that's fine that's okay but me as a star wars fan i'm like how come you didn't have that cool scene that yeah. you're missing a lot of the exposition and stuff like that so is it like when you guys first started showing like teasers for tacoma and stuff was there this idea that like we have to keep everything in the teaser in the final version of the game because what if we don't? People are going to be mad. I've, I've, that's the thing. I've, I've been involved with projects that people had more of those concerns where they're sort of like, well, if we don't put the thing, if we don't put the thing from the whatever, the, the E3 demo in the game, then people will be like, where is that thing? And I'm mm. sort of like, I don't know that people actually care that much. Like if the game is good and they liked what they played it probably won't be that big of a deal unless you were like and we're gonna have drivable tanks and there's just no drivable tanks in the game right. but like yeah, individuals colonial marines it's not really <laughs> yeah yeah i mean you know yeah if you're like we're gonna have this big feature and it's just not there then obviously that's not good but like if you're sort of like but where was that one scripted event from that one level that you showed at e3 yeah. two years ago it's kind of like i don't know we cut that yeah. but i hope you like the game we did ship i think you had like a, a cool thing happening with gone home specifically was I heard a lot of the dialogue leading into that game was people saying, 
don't read anything about it. Don't watch anything about it. Just sit down and play. Like actually, right. that's how I played it. Greg Miller texted me, right, and he was like, "You got to play this game. Like, I don't know what you're doing tonight. It's going to take you like two hours. Don't don't watch our review. Don't like read. Don't watch anything on YouTube." So I had mm-hmm. I literally knew nothing about your game. Yeah, and yeah. Uh, like you were coming in up at noon the next day to do our show. Okay, yeah. And I sat down that night and I played it start to finish without knowing anything. Was floored. And then you came in and I had all these questions for you, which yeah. is like puts me in a really cool position because very few people can like beat a game and then talk to the guy that made it. The <laughs> right. <next day. laughs> but I think that's like that's an interesting spot too, which like uh, there's like that sort of self imposed media blackout. Yeah. Rather yeah. than. I need every new screen. I need every new content drop. Like I've avoided everything I can do with Hellblade because I haven't been able to play it yet. Yeah. So I've avoided seeing anything about that game. Like I'm kind of the opposite with movies, excepting Star Wars. Actually, like I will like. Really, you like to find out as much as possible about a movie before you see it. I think so. That's out crazy. of curiosity. That's crazy. No, <laughs> it's just, that's just the opposite of me because like my ideal experience is just like all I've heard is the movie's good. Yep. You should see it. And maybe just like the very most basic premise, but like yeah. the less I can know about a good movie. Before well, you don't, I'm not going to watch anything else from the Lost Jedi. Like I don't want to see. Yeah. yeah. The problem is like you don't always get that option, right? Like Max and I yeah. will. They'll just like they'll send us a box and we open it up and it's a bunch of toys from the new movie. And I'm like, yeah. oh man, that's like Snoke wears a gold dress now. Like mm-hmm. what the hell? Um, Spoilers, man. Damn. Sno- weird stuff like that. Snoke is wearing a gold dress. Yeah. yeah. It's, a, it's kind of like it's the a, bell of the ball. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> all right it's like a pimp's robe it's an exciting yeah. subplot yeah it's weird um no it's like it's i don't know just it's just a weird like going into some anything with expectations i think will work against you i mean that can be like a real life situation going to a party being like oh the following people are going to be there uh, i have a mental image of what the house looks like and you show up and you're like this is nothing like i expected the following people are reality yeah. well there's something um, that's really strange about that with releasing tacoma was like we were super fortunate and grateful that so many people like had a really strong response to Gone Home and like, you know, we're like a lot of people kind of like connected with that game and then releasing Tacoma. Like there's, I think, literally no review that doesn't start with talking about like Gone Home. And I think that having that point of comparison is definitely a very different experience to people who are just like, what's this game about a house? You know, you're like, oh, I remember Gone Home and I remember Mm. how I felt about it. And this is in comparison to that instead of like saying Tacoma is spoken about as from the developers have gone home. Right. Yeah. Which which has its positives, but is also like just it puts it puts totally different expectations different in people's heads. Well, it's like mm-hmm. look at look at Jackie Brown, you know? Like that said from the director of Pulp Fiction. Right. It's like, yeah, but it's also Jackie Brown. Right. It's an awesome movie on its own. And people were like, but it's not pulp fiction. And yeah. you're like, Yeah, but it's really great. And like Maybe you don't appreciate that right now, but like someday you'll understand that this is a really cool movie. It's just different than the other movie. Right. Like a lot of people are like, oh yeah, Jackie Brown, that's his best movie. But at the time, I think it was totally like, but what about it being Pulp Fiction again? Why Why don't you give me that exact feeling again twice? I mean, it's, I haven't, I haven't played Tacoma yet, but even just going into it, I know that it's got sci-fi elements. It's in space, you Mm -hmm. know, and gone home. I went in completely cold, like, like Brian. So it's sort of like. I mean, I'm, I don't, I don't know how that's going to affect things. You know? yeah. like, I don't know yeah, what yeah. it is in my head. Isn't it inspired by that 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 play in New York. Mm-hmm. What's have you it done called? that? No, Sleep No More. I really want to try and go. And I, I've heard that like a lot of devs have said that games have been inspired by Sleep No More. Yeah, if you um, if you're in the New York area, you should totally get a ticket to Sleep No More, which is a an immersive theater production that's still going on. Mm-hmm. And yeah, if you've played Tacoma and you're in the New York area and haven't gone to Sleep No More, I think you'll find it very Marty's interesting. Recently, which is why yeah, he's not he, on the he show like a couple of weeks ago. Yeah, he's still there. No, it's they just really heard, I never left. Yeah. <laughs> he doesn't sleep anymore. Some say he's still there today. Some say at night when the lights go oh. out, you can hear him go. Ah! <laughs> That's the his. classic Marty sound. Yeah. 
Yeah. Max anyway, just, Max just slid one in there. Nobody else caught it. What'd you say? What I do? Oh, you like you guys are oh. just going wild, and you're just like, yeah, he just doesn't sleep anymore. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I do he that really all the time. Sleep. I just say these stupid things. <laughs> I love somebody it. chimes up, chimes in in the comments or something. Um, all the Easter eggs. Yeah, Easter eggs. <laughs> Find them if you if you dare. Um, while they're hot, those hot hot Easter eggs. Steve, you, you guys ever just had a good, just hot Easter egg no. on Easter morning? No, no that's awful. Mm. You know what I like about I like about Easter is it's like the only time of year that they'll just sell you a, like a whole dozen hard boiled eggs. Yeah, like that's only to, an American thing. I think that is not a thing in Australia. Where's Greg and Colin? I miss Greg and Colin. <laughs> they come back. <laughs> no, the show's going great. You're just very jet lagged. We're totally sticking to these bullet points that I carefully assembled. We're yeah, we, halfway we, through. We've gotten through of three of them. Yeah. killing it. Should we? Should we move on? Yeah. Are you are you a fan of the Yakuza game, Steve? I am. Can we talk about that? Because nobody else I know plays them. I want to, and I love to. Okay. Hit me. Okay. So we got a bunch of announcements last week. I, I well, Yakuza Kiwami first of all is out today, which is the kind of modern full-blown remake of the first Yakuza game. It's 30 bucks. It's on PSN. If you've never played any Yakuza game, it's a pretty good starting off point. Have yeah. you touched this at all? Uh, I, I mean, I played the original one when it came out, but I haven't played the, or even looked at the remake stuff. But I, I've heard that they're doing that and Yakuza 2 as a mm-hmm. as a high-res remake. Have right? you played Zero at all? I have, yeah. So, yeah. I've played up into the first time that you um, go to Osaka in in because uh, because okay. that's the that's the one that's in the 80s right right not because right. there's just to be fair there's a lot of yakuza games really <laughs> and there are about to be even more yeah 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 i don't think i realized that well i yeah. reviewed one of them and then had a conversation like uh, last year and was like oh yeah i reviewed this one and was like wait no not that one it was just like yeah. wikipedia and being like what happened in the plot of all of these games yeah. so i can figure out which one i reviewed yeah yeah no I, I really like yakuza zero a lot i think that the whole 80s setting works really well for that series how about you, those fishing mini games you hit people and money flies out of them which is one of my favorite things it's to do, great. generally speaking. Yeah. That's, um, a, that's like a River City Ransom joint. No, these do these games are like The Witcher 3 meets River City Ransom, and I love them for that. Well, they're also by a bunch of the original Shenmue team is still like involved mm-hmm. with those games. So it ha- it's like, it, I, it, what it feels like to me is that they made Shenmue, and they were like, okay, that was like critically acclaimed, but it's like a weird game, and people talk about sailors all the time whatever and then they were like what if you were just a badass yakuza guy who did shenmue stuff but also just kicked the shit out of everybody yeah. what if we made that and then they made 40 of them yeah yep. apparently that idea was the right one i love in, in yakuza zero there's just this one like npc you keep beating the crap out of who just pretty much is shenmue like he's just like this dude in like a fleece line jacket who's just walking around you're like i'm sorry for hitting you with that bicycle so many times sir <laughs> remind me of like the underworld movies where you're like all right these are popular somewhere but how right yeah I used to love those the yeah. underworld movies. Mm-hmm. Well, I, I mean, I will say there's like, there, like asi- putting aside all the ones that are being announced now. Like, I feel like if you wanted to, you could be a gamer who exclusively plays Yakuza games and just be never fine. run. Like, <laughs> yeah. like I, there's got there's like ten thousand hours of Yakuza out there to play yeah. if you want. They're it's long crazy. Games. They're yeah. very dense. Um, but yeah, like Kiwami's out today. It's thirty bucks, and if it's like a starting point, and I, I've been playing that and uh, Zero kind of side by side. Yeah, and I feel like the story in Kiwami's like considerably because it's the first story. It's considerably more concise and like kind of right. to the point. Whereas Zero is like all over the place because it's doing that kind of prequel thing where they're like, "Remember this guy?" And I'm like, "I don't. This is my first <laughs> time. I don't know who that man is." Um, I'm really, just, I'm really excited that they're doing Yakuza Two yeah. as a remake because that's honestly, I haven't played all of them. Because there's a lot of them. Yeah. But uh, Yakuza 2 out of the ones I've played is my favorite. One, because it felt like it was almost like it, w- it was a very direct sequel and it felt like it was the one that they had the least budget to just make like 
endless cutscenes in. So it's very gameplay focused, and there's just mm-hmm. tons of really crazy side quests. But it's just like it really gets to the heart of what I love about Yakuza, which is just this. this gonzo version of being in tokyo where you're just going into all these little crazy short stories and then you come out the other side and you have some xp mm-hmm. and then you do some more and then there's some weirdo that needs your mm-hmm. help on the corner and like yakuza 2 i i loved it when it came out and i'm glad that more people get to play it because it was only ever on the ps2 mm-hmm. i think it's one of those games that like didn't do well so they never made very many copies of it so it's actually like kind of uh, rare oh really even. interesting, yeah. interesting. Yeah, uh, that's awesome but yeah so that comes out uh in december in japan and if I had to guess, it's probably going to be around – it's going to be out stateside, which they haven't announced. But I, I, based on kind of the pattern they're doing this, that will probably be out around this time of year, next year. Um, but in the meantime, in, in like the spring, winter, we get uh, Yakuza 6, which is totally new story, kind right. of standing on its own. And that's the first one that's on this new engine they've been working with. Mm. It's made specifically for PS4. Like, uh, oh, okay. Kiwami and Yakuza 0 are both running on like basically a PS3 great hardware not that makes super sense. good looking games they look they look they, at times I, they look great i think yakuza zero is yeah. is quite good looking especially because pretty bland from most of what i saw i mean i really like that they, they have a really like kind of incredible level of density to the city yeah. like when you're going through the streets there's just so much yeah. signage mm-hmm. and people and like i really love some of the that's something that's something that's interesting about seeing a game that is clearly just been built on like the same engine the same foundation for like 10 15 years is you just see the weird little things that clearly mm-hmm. they were like we're putting this in this time so like I, the first time we noticed it was in yakuza zero it might have been an earlier one but there's some npcs that are just walking around the city just like holding hands just kind of unspokenly it's just like you <laughs> see adorable. a couple and and if you like run into them they like you know stop yeah. holding hands and then they go back together and Aww. walk down the street more and so those cool. kinds of little details are cool and i mean since it's basically a ps3 game it like runs super smooth it's like yeah. 60 frames per second yeah. all the yeah. time and that feels really good to be running around the streets and, mm-hmm. but yeah they're um i mean it, it's funny they remind me of that kind of like high school fan art where it's like you you really focus on the details you want to draw, right? So yeah, be like mob bosses, and you're like, "Holy crap! I can see his pores." There's yeah, so you're right. Detailed. Totally right. You're like, "Wow, that, that like that sword I just got is really cool." And then you'll be like, "That suit looks like it is from a PS2 game." Like there's yeah. some textures that are like, what, what "Yeah, I guess I feel like some of the colors on the streets are bland." But then when I'm thinking about it, there's like you know the markets and that's super busy. Like they, yeah. they do have a lot of stuff in them. It's just not very bright. I, I love all the like neon signage that's all yeah. up on the walls. Yeah. yeah. Um, anyway. Yeah. yeah. It, it's just cool being in that space when you're yeah. playing. If you're, mm-hmm. It's so that's awesome. I'm, I'm like completely just head over heels in these games. They I'm never like, brought like, any of the ones over that are not modern, right? Like they didn't localize any of the like samurai ones, right? No, I don't mm-hmm. think so. Man, I wish uh, they would do that. There's like a zombie one too. Oh yeah, I think they did bring that over. Yeah. Yakuza: The End, which they was did. about like yeah. like like uh, like machine gunning zombies. Like uh, I think that the the guy with the eye patch has like a mini gun for an arm or something. Would, I don't know. I would check out. Yeah. <laughs> yep. So really, the underworld movies. <laughs> yeah. They're adding more though. They just announced uh, Yakuza Online, which is going to be on smartphones and PC. And there's like a whole new character who looks like uh, Spike Spiegel with a beard, kind of. And it takes cool. place after Yakuza Six. So if you're trying, I don't know when this is even going to come to the West, if, if ever, uh, if you're trying to avoid spoilers for Yakuza 6, maybe don't play the smartphone game. <laughs> uh, and then if that wasn't enough, they have announced that the Yakuza team is working on a Fist of the North Star game, which is called, bear with me, the title is 
Hokuto ga gotoku. Gotoku. <laughs> and that's a com- that's a portmanteau of Yakuza's Japanese name, which is uh, Ryu ga gotoku. I'm not even saying Yeah, gotoku totally. is my favorite Dragon Ball character. <laughs> that's a good one. Goto- yeah. Mm-hmm. That's the evolution, and then, right? Gotoku. And then there's Where are all the Star, Dragon Balls? Is, <laughs> uh, Fist of the North Star is Hokuto no Ken. So they've taken these two hard, hard to pronounce uh, non-localized names right. and fused them into one. Uh, Fist of the North Star is, of course, basically like anime Kung Fu Mad Max, where they people get punched so hard that they they explode into guts for no reason. Uh, it's, it's a it's, match made in heaven. It's because he attacks all of their pressure points with such force that then it builds up and explodes their bodies. Yeah, it's true. He does it. He does it, and then they laugh, and then he says, "You're already dead," and then they explode. Very good. It's awesome. <laughs> I'm like, I'm so down with that. Like, that's just that's going to be just a just a disgusting, wonderful mess. If it is anything like the Yakuza I'm, games, I'm extremely excited about that idea. Like the Yakuza team doing a Fist of the North Star post-apocalyptic punch guys so much they explode game is yeah, that's great. my whole life. Yeah. I'm here for it. That's the weird thing about Yakuza, though, is you don't really murder anybody, like, here and there, I guess, but... Oh, that's the weird thing. <laughs> no, like, that's... Is you play you play GTA, and they're like, welcome to the tutorial. Please kill 18 civilians to progress to the next... We'll teach you how to use the start menu or whatever. Yeah. And, like, in Yakuza, they're like, there's been one murder. Yeah. And you're the culprit. But you're not! And you're like, but, like, you... What, get more murders. Come on. Like, and you'll, you'll like beat somebody to death with like a fish tank or something. And then he'll just be like, that hurt. And you're yeah. like, okay, well, fair enough. Uh, anyway, this week we've got a ton of games coming out. So we're going to go through this pretty quickly. Uh, first things first, it's everybody's golf, which is one of the few first party Sony games coming out this fall. Uh, it is a game where everybody is golf. Andrew really likes it. Yeah. Oh, also we uh, decided that there would be an IGN DLC for this game and it's what's up. Everybody's golf. <laughs> yep yep i like it there we uh, go. The, the box art for this game is great it's just as everybody's golf and there's a big golf ball and all these people are real happy about it but then you flip it over and it says do activities other than golf <laughs> like, it's, okay. it actually seems like a very fun game i know but they should be like you can also play tennis or you can drive yeah to be like you can do stuff other than the thing you're supposed to do here bit weird i find that alluring yeah it's you're it's you're, you're the target market for that <laughs> What's up, everybody's golf? It's it's also just sort of vague because it's like, who, like, what's up, everybody's golf? We will not be golfing today. I'm going <laughs> to drive activities. us over to the uh, tennis court. Huh? Yeah, but like, I mean, who are they? Who are they trying to appeal to? Who's going to pick up a game that's just called Everybody's Golf? And they'll be like, ah, I'm not partial to golf, but perhaps I'll go in for further inspection. Andrew <laughs> Golf, like, it's Andrew Golf There's more definitely Andrew. Yeah. When they say oh, other yeah. things, other things to do, they mean uh, fishing. Uh, and driving course. the golf cart around the golf course. <laughs> so, just dad stuff on the Can course. Can you drive it into the lake and leave it there? Hope so. I'm going to take home a copy and find out. I'm very yeah. excited right. about this game. Please report back and let us know. <laughs> um, What's up, everybody's golf? There we go. <laughs> then there's uh, Life is Strange Before the Storm, which yeah. is the prequel. I previewed this. Not a fan. Uh, it it ran very badly, um, but it's also just that the main character is Chloe, and it's before Life is Strange. And I just think that she is an incredibly unlikable character. And in the preview that I played, she says one positive thing and it's optional. So it's like she just is very angry. And she's been through some stuff. Like if you played Life is Strange when they're like, a, it was a death in her family. Her best friends have abandoned her. She's like very alone and she's a teenager. But it's like she's just so intolerable that I find it infuriating to play. Wow. Yeah. That sucks. Yeah. Prequels are What's hard. up everybody's golf? <laughs> I don't know. Just having a prequel is just a hard 
hard problem too because you're sort of yeah. like we know what's going to happen after this well it's also interesting so it's because tough to it like doesn't have the um, time manipulation mechanic yeah. so it is really a hmm. basically what they've replaced it with is like a kind of conflict resolution system hmm. Chloe gets into a lot of fights because she's All a right. dick and then you have to just try and get your way out of them basically so yeah I think there's been maybe two or three times in like the history of pop culture where I've seen something and been like that's great Tell me about what they were like growing up. Yeah. And it's been good too. Like I think like honestly like I, I watch Better Call Saul. That's right. the closest thing I've come to being like this happened before the events of a thing I like. Yeah. And it's help. It's fleshing out the story more. Yeah. That's like one, most things just don't. That's one of the examples. Uh, yeah. What it's other examples? It's not made examples? by Don't Nod. It's a different studio as well. Right. Mm. Because they are making A Life is Strange 2 I believe. Right. Not Nod. So it's. um. Yeah. What are other good prequels? I don't. I don't know. If oh. Uh. Good. Star Wars, the young boy, <laughs> as I remember, uh, the young yeah, boy. Who's Star Wars, the little boy, is a really good one. Yeah, like my go-to was going to be the little Assassin's boy who Creed. drives a car. Assassin's Creed Revelations has a bunch of throwbacks yeah. to uh, Altair, which I, I loved so I fondly, but that, that e- doesn't count really. Does that even count though? Because that's entirely a game about going, like going back in time to stuff. It is a good point. Yeah, like the whole series is technically a prequel. Yeah, I guess, I guess we were just talking about Yakuza Zero, which is yeah. a prequel yeah, in the eighties, and I actually liked it a lot. Yes. Yeah. So. That's a good point. Yeah. All right. Well, yeah. probably. All right. We figured it out. There we go. Better call Saul. Star Wars and, the young boy. Star Wars, Star Wars the, the little boy, boy with <laughs> the yellow car. And the throwbacks in, in Assassin's Creed Revelations, mm-hmm. which might be its own prequel always. Who knows? Yes. The Animus. Uh, also out this week is Absolver, which is a very strange game that Devolver's pudgling. Pudge, 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 <laughs> I don't know I'm the word that is. I'm a video game. <laughs> uh, this is uh, a very hard to describe game. It's an online multiplayer uh fighting type game melee combat focused but there's like an rpg mechanic to it there's there are buzzwords that they don't like you to use when you're talking about it i've done like stand-ups about it they're like could you not say this and i can't remember what it was i'm not supposed to say uh but for my kind of takeaway from this when i first checked it out is that it's like a fighting game where two people kick the crap out of each other except after that's over it doesn't just go you win and then it's onto like a menu you actually walk away from the fight so you're like exploring this world and they're like Oh. Having these one-on-one encounters, so it's huh. got this. Hmm. Uh, I mean, apparently there's more than just one-on-one. So, so it's like an open-world exploration game, and then you do fighting game you style. Uh, yeah. But any one of those huh. words could be a no-no buzzword. I'm not sure. It might not be proper open world. I really like that we cut to the footage of someone uh, seemingly getting caught on a rock for a bit. Yeah, <laughs> that's good. I think you can use whatever words you want, Mike. Yeah. I agree. Some words they get, I get in trouble if I use them at work, but otherwise, yes. (laughs) Um, But yeah, this looks like just a really interesting game. And like the whole combo system is like, is very, like, I think you like unlock. So it's it's published by Devolver. It's called Absolver. Yeah. Aren't they also publishing a game called Ruiner? Yeah, they are. Yes. There's a lot of mm-hmm. that naming convention. Go- they, I think they There's were just also like, a game out that sounds like our publisher, and that one does too. We're in. There's it was a game like out this week called Observer also, <laughs> which they didn't publish. Which they didn't publish. Yeah. yeah. So we've got yeah. Observer and Observer and the Gone Homer. <laughs> yeah, and Tacoma. We got the Tacoma. Yeah, in, yeah in, in your accent. Yes, then it works. Well, I just say Tacoma. I have to put in an uh on it because I say it sounds the same both Tacoma. ways. Tacoma and Tacoma. I like that. All right. We did get the Simpsons license. We are making Gone Home. Gone Home. Right? Excellent. God. Excellent. <laughs> False. It's IGN exclusive. What's up, everybody's golf? <laughs> oh. All right. Uh, another game out this week is Last Day of June. Uh, they sent out promotional tissues for this, not because it's overtly sexy, but because it's very sad. 
It's a Marty game? It's a Marty game, mm-hmm. uh, or so they want it to be. I, I haven't heard much about this. It's got this very stylized, uh, kind of like kind of cartoony-looking people. Can you, can you cut back to Max really quick for one second? Please cut back to me. Why does he look so much like the Nathan Drake that's right next to him? Oh, you kind of do. Nathan Drake looks really angry. It's probably the Yeah, same. well, I mean, if, if, if Max was a little bit more frustrated... Look angry. Yeah, there you go. There it was. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> well, okay, maybe yeah, not that okay. much. That's all right. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. You were saying about crying? Uh, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It's like a sad, one of those sad, sad games. Uh, in not sad game news, there's Rock of Ages 2, which is bigger, badder, bolder. Uh, did you guys play the Rock of Ages, Rock of Ages game? That- I did. It was. It, it's by, um, uh, what's the name of the studio? Do you, do you remember? My, my brain is failing me, but they made... Um, Oh god damn it! They're, they're good. They, I know. I'm doing amazing. Did they make Fat Princess? Is it the same? No. Okay. Um, Rock of Ages is the they're they're Chilean and they made um, oh, those cool. first person uh, melee combat games. They're from like eight years ago. They had a really weird Condemned? art style. No, sorry, that was Monolith Productions. Um, it, he says first person combat games, and you go to Condemned. I yeah, mean, it's that's a first, a first person, first person punching game. That's what I'm talking about. You can fight the homeless man. Yes. No, you, you know must. What? You know how I describe no that game? It's a uh, dead pigeon fetch quest. Really? You yeah. know how I describe this conversation? Me dunking a basketball over you. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, uh, that's up everybody. Anyway, Rock of <laughs> Ages Two is out this week as Rock well. Ages, yeah. Now here's a very special game we're all going to talk about at great length. It's called White Day: A Labyrinth Named School. Oh, I'm all for <laughs> this. Okay, this is a go game. on. This Where did is, you find this? This is on PlayStation Store. This is coming out on PlayStation this week. It's on PS4. That's it's great. a first-person survival horror-ish adventure type game which is about a bunch of Japanese students who are locked in a haunted school and there's a killer janitor on the loose. Wait, isn't that play. basically what uh, one of those Japanese Japanese game series that that Andrew loves is about? Mm-hmm. No, the one that's not. Pacific, I don't think the one that's that has it. the anime. There we go. Dang, dang, and Rampa. Dang and Rampa. Yeah, dang. Same thing. Yeah, that's a game about a bear janitor that locks a bunch of kids. But in. this is like a very specific, right? like yeah. very just yeah. traditional janitor. <laughs> He's got a mop. He looks kind of scary. It looks like an odd game. Oh, like Condemned. Uh, yes, yeah, much like <laughs> Condemned. Okay, uh, so I was correct. Chilean. Uh-huh. They're called Ace Team, and they made Xeno Clash, oh. which is the really crazy yeah. first-person punching game where, like, you're fighting right. animal people with like masks and mm-hmm. and that's cool. You have some sort of bird mother. Like, it's a, th- those games are good and interesting. And then they made a game about rolling boulder through art. I, I like the art. That's awesome. Part of that. I don't. I need. To, I need to play all those games. Apparently, I, I like Xeno Clash a lot. Yeah. I uh, just just had to Google myself out of that hole of being like, no, isn't that by those people that did whatever or something? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, a great podcast, everybody. I now, do know they're Chilean. Does that help? It helps. Yeah, it helps. Yeah. Now, guys, um, we talk a lot about animals on this show. Do you like all like bears? Oh, big, big fan. fan. How about virtual reality? You guys said that I de- at the exact same. Time. Why didn't you say it? Do you not like? What do you have a problem with bears for? Uh, how do you guys What's feel about bears? bears? One, two, three. Big, big fan. fan. Yeah. Okay. So big fans of bears. VR. All good on VR. Yeah. Big well, there are not one but two PlayStation VR games about bears out this week. Wait, what? Yeah. <laughs> there are two games about bears. Did I stutter? What? Then Lana's ears literally just perked up like okay. a bear. Well, I, I just flew in from Berlin yesterday. And, and there were my, my arms tired. <laughs> All right. I was going to say that like city like emblem is, is this really nice bear that, that's like doing a like hands up thing. I don't know what happened with that. So anyway, the Lost I'm Bear. The disaster right Lost now. Bear is a game that is out. It's, it's, uh, it looks interesting. It's a game. It's like kind of a... You're like in the woods, sort of, but they're all these weird. Like you're in VR and you're looking at these two dimensional, sort of like 
Really I don't know sorry, if they're like paper, paper craft plays about the mm. bear. Is so some, uh, somebody lost a bear? There's like, like a lost, a, like a whole lost. real tall bear? I think it's a child's bear, like a toy of a oh, bear. Oh, a toy oh. bear. Yeah, oh. which it looks very, it looks interesting, very kind of artsy fartsy, but like a cool VR game. Uh, and then on the other end of the spectrum of the bears is Sneaky Bears. That sounds great. Which is a game where you're in a toy factory and there's just all these bad bears doing stuff and you got to shoot them with like squirt guns. And Do we know if both these cool. games star the same bear? No, they're very different bears. They're both Digital toys, though, right? Bear. No, the the I guess they are both toy bears. Yeah. Okay. So, so they're I guess not, they do. They're, they're not like conventional animal woods bears, but they're like the more popular. Plush. They both share the BCU, the Bear oh. Cinematic Universe. Yeah. I love that. I love yeah. that a lot. BCU. Yeah. So, in addition to Bear VR games, there are also a couple of Vita games out this week in 2017. Any bears? Uh, Unclear on that at this time. Bez uh, be sure to stay tuned to all of our media channels for more updates as they become Thank available. Uh, there's one called Still Time, which is also on PS4. It's a 2D puzzle platformer. I believe there's some time-controlling stuff going on there. And then there's Windjammers, the funny Frisbee game, which is also on PS4. <laughs> the funny Frisbee it's game? It's the funny is that, Frisbee game. That, is that lit- I, God, the, in some reality, that could actually be the tagline. Windjammers, <laughs> the funny Frisbee game. Yeah. <laughs> It's called the 90s. If you ever yeah. wanted to jam on some wind, well, now you can. Uh, and then finally, I actually not even, there are a lot of games out this week. I'm not sure why. Uh, Fishing Planet what? is a first person game made by. Uh, do you, do you want to know why? Do you want to know what game comes out next week? Destiny 2. Oh. <laughs> Nobody wants to release the same week as mm. Destiny 2. <laughs> That's a good point. And then it's also we're heading into. I like how none of us will like Destiny Two. We're all like, what? Uh, what do they huh? game? I was like, <laughs> let's be honest. I don't know if that's going to really have a huge impact on the sales of Fishing Planet, but it does have impact on how much of the entire download storefront is completely covered with nothing but Destiny Two. Sure. Good point. Yeah. yeah. Sorry, just bringing that I mean, game developer perspective to this. Is <laughs> also quick kind of aside. Of, uh, they, they've been they've been like sort of like shorthandedly calling that game D Two. Don't do that. It's only one D2. That's the Mighty Ducks. I think you oh. know what, oh. what time it is. Thank you. Yeah. That's good. Uh, also, speaking of, of, of bears and of fishing, uh, you played uh, Far Cry again recently. Far yeah. Cry 5. Yeah. Can we talk about how quickly you killed that bear? I killed a bear in that game, which I believe is probably the strongest enemy in that game. Well. In, in like half a second yeah yeah just unloaded just, like, the mini gun the bear a couple of times and it died i was just like pop pop and he was like Bruh! and yeah. that was it that's exactly what and i was like that's that's not good so um ubisoft do you say you used a mini gun though? yeah it was it like a spinning barrel and it went pop pop no it was like a small like a small it was not a mini gun. Gun. oh you mean like a, tiny like, a gun. like a miniature gun i don't know a lot about guns okay yeah i, feel I like thought it was you like were a, a gamer of some kind i don't know but like, yeah, but fast. Yeah, you killed that bear real quick. I killed him in like half a second. Yeah. Just shot him right in the mouth and now he was dead. Yeah. I feel like you're um, complaining about being a fucking pro gamer. Like, yeah. What are you, what's no, the, I am. What is your problem? I you're want, extremely good. You beat the boss in record time and what, you're like, I hate that. <laughs> you don't sound like a gamer to me. You got a trophy for that the shit. Boss. You, got a, you got a Chivo for that shit. <laughs> yeah. What is the bear the boss of? The woods? The bear was, yeah, yeah you, you got to, the, the princess region. was in that castle. What's the opposite of nerfing bear. something? Buffing? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so I want them the to buff the bears. The buff the bears you know need to be buffed. You know what's really hot in that game? Fishing. Fishing is really hot. Subtitle buff, buff the, bear. the bears. Right. No, I, I seriously like I love Far Cry games. The bears have to be very tough and buff. So buff <laughs> those bears. Buff I just I wanna if we haven't already done one, I really want to do a feature on the best fishing mini games. Okay. Just put Deadly Premonition as number one because it's complete garbage and I've played that game five times and still don't know. If you're doing a feature on weakest bears, 
Farcraft. Farcraft. There you go. <laughs> anyway, in addition to Fishing Planet, a game about fishing, there's also Surf World Series, which is about surfing in the conventional analog sense, not of the cyber surfing. But, uh, that's tight. <laughs> surfing. It's a, it's a that's game. The, that's what it says underneath the logo. I'd surf. Yeah. That's tight. All right. That's cool. I'd surf. Normally, we answer questions from our Facebook group, but we went off the rails because... Wow, I this, just almost got blamed. I saw it too. No, no, no I was over here. Here. These two. No, you're doing you're doing <laughs> fine. Right, good, we good, talked good. about Yakuza and I'm happy. Well, we're, um, Alana and I are like drunk off time. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Jet lag, also yeah, known true. as being wasted on time. Yeah. You got uh, sky poison. Surfing. Mm-hmm. Let me derail this one more time. There was a uh, dog surfing world championships in San Francisco a couple weeks ago. I heard it sucked and was underwhelming. Confirm or deny. I didn't go. Oh, okay. That's really saddening. Yeah. Why would it be bad? Yeah, because dogs aren't good at surfing. You get out, leave. <laughs> Nobody's leave this room right now. So <laughs> you told me to get out like three times on this podcast. It's never going to happen. I live here now. Oh, apparently a lot of the dogs okay. have to go on a surfboard with a person, but it's inconsistent, oh. and some of them go on their own. So I don't really know how you consider that, that a world is championship. disappointing and underwhelming. Mm-hmm. That's like if you had like a soccer game for children, but some of their dads played. Like, I don't, it's not fair. <laughs> it's just, yeah, it's just children's soccer, and then a dad just slide tackles an eight year old. Side note: great new idea for a sport. They gotta buff those children. <laughs> don't ever say that. Adults, also known as buff children. <laughs> Uh, what's up, everybody's golf? I went to the world championships of the world's largest children competition. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, okay, PAX is this weekend. Um, let's talk about our PAX plans. Um, so Saturday, September 2nd, there is going to be a panel called Video Games Are Dumb, and we love them for that. That is 7.30 p.m. to 8.30 p.m. in the Sandworm Theater. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then also on Saturday, there's Bioshock's 10th anniversary party with IGN that is at 9 p.m. in the Great Hall. Apparently we're hosting a costume contest. Yes, we are. So bring your best Bioshock costume to that. And then Alana and I will tell you if it's good or not. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well. uh, also, like, that's a weird contest because, like, a lot of the, like, characters in that game, you worked on that game, right? A lot of the bad guys in that game are just, like, um, drug addicts. Yeah. So I guess, like, just starting today. You put on a... Don't shave or shower. Mask and yeah. then you just do heroin. And Get your friends to hit you up real good. Yeah. <laughs> just put a whole bunch of live birds in your in your cloak and then just open it up and shoot yep. the birds every which <laughs> yeah. way. Steve, you that would actually be an awesome costume. The because he, he carries a giant coffin around. Yeah. with him, which is bad. Wait, actually, but he kind of looks like a KKK guy. Never mind. I changed my mind on that. One. <laughs> I, 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 my brain got as far as the coffin. I was like, awesome. I was like, what else was he wearing? Oh, oh yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. All right, all right. Yeah. That's rough. Well, anyway, <laughs> uh, and then on Sunday, September third, there's a panel called "Were IGN <laughs> Ask Us Anything," which is two p.m. to three p.m. in the Sasquatch Theater. And then NVC is doing a live panel. Let's rank the top ten Nintendo games of all time for good. That's seven thirty p.m. to eight thirty p.m. in the Wilburn well, Theater. Na- for now. Not for good. I mean, there's going to be more for, games. For good. There might be other That's ones the that last NBC feeling. Nintendo might put out a few more games. Yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. probably. Um, in any case, we'll have that written down somewhere along with the rest of IGN's plans. Uh, I regrettably will not be there. Um, I don't know why. You're going to have a, like, a good long three-day weekend. <laughs> yeah. I'm just going to... I don't know. You're just not going. Life. You don't have to pause to be like, someone is very like, sick. <laughs> yeah. Someone is very sick, and I intend to find out who. <laughs> and then I'm going to visit them with flowers, because I'm a kind man. I thought the, um, impre- uh, the impression I got was that you were just like, I don't know why I'm not going. They didn't invite me. No, he's not supposed to go. <laughs> uh, uh, uh. One of our uh, producers starts every email with, hey, dot, dot, dot. And 
every time I expect bad news because he's like, hey. And I'm like, who died, CJ? Why do you keep doing – just a comma would be fine. You started the conversation being like one of our producers and then you snitched within half a second. You just really let the rat out of the bag there. As a totally uh, semi-related, mostly unrelated note, general email tip, if you ever write anybody an email that's basically just like, hey, call me, like that's just like, hey, like text me or something, like the person you're writing to is always going to think that someone died. Yeah. Just – if you ever are just like you want somebody to call you, tell them what it's about in yeah, the email. Right. This is a basic. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because then they won't call and be like, is everything okay? No, that's is like pulling a fire alarm. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, it, it's happened once or twice where somebody is just like, hey, it's whoever. Call me next. Call me as soon as you have a chance. I'm just like, the fuck? What are you going to say? And they're just like, oh, I wanted to ask you about when you're going to be in town. Don't do like, we need to talk. Like, be like, hey, let's catch up. Say something uplifting no right. someone can t- say we need to talk to me and i think that we're going to break up even though we're never dating like i'm like oh yeah. well this is it for us we had a good run and <laughs> yeah. also if now. you mostly call somebody a short version of their name don't use the long version of the name unless you know for sure they're in trouble like i always call steve steve gainer but if i was like steven can we talk for a moment you'd be like oh crap I <laughs> oh my up. god he's breaking up with yeah. me <laughs> you see a lot of people like in the grocery store yell at their kids like with their full middle name and yeah. everything yeah like bethany lewis uh, you get Alonathan. Right? Yeah, it's me. My Beth- name is Alonathan. Bethany Lewis? Yeah, Javinsky. she's... Uh, That's the fake name I made up. She's a real troublemaker. Bethany Lewis Javinsky? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. Well, this is the end of the show now. <laughs> well, As you can tell, stop doing these it. time drunks are <laughs> ready for bed. Um, I, I want to... It's... 517 I want to go home anyway thank you all for watching or listening or however you consume this uh, head over to our YouTube channel it's youtube.com slash IGN beyond head over to our Facebook group it's facebook.com slash group slash podcast beyond you can find us all on Twitter I'm Max Scoville Brian is Agent Bizzle Steve you're just Fulbright right That's right you, you do you do some good Twitter Twitter thank you very tweet, much Twitter whichever the word is I don't even know anymore <laughs> I'm tweets I'm every day I'm tweeting good every good day keep I'm it up tweeting. and uh, Alana's uh, Charlana's art mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, we'll have uh, full IGN PAX plans posted somewhere. On that note, <laughs> buff the bears. Buff the- <laughs>